Praise the Lord. I welcome you to today's uh, Bible study. My name is Pastor Samuel Odo, and you are listening to Have Dominion Podcast. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to share a word with your people. Lord, we thank you, Jesus Christ. We come to you, Jesus Christ. You are the Word of God. We ask that through the ministry of your Holy Spirit, you reveal your word to us today. Grant us listening ears and understanding hearts. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you. I ask you to speak through me today in the name of Jesus. Bless everyone that will be listening to me. Lord Jesus, let every blessing that you have for them in the year 2022 and beyond be released to them today in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give us the grace to be doers of your word and not just hear us alone, deceiving our own selves in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. By the leading of the Holy Spirit, I want to share this message with you. I don't know how long or short it's going to be, but I'm going to uh, trust the Holy Spirit to say only what you wants me to say. And I want you to take this message as a message from heaven for you. Um, the title of the message is Seven Blessings God Had for, Have for You in the Year 2022. Seven Blessings God Has for You in the Year 2022 and Beyond. You can title it whatever, uh, after you listen to the message, whatever title you want to give it, you can give it to, but for the purpose of having a title, uh, it's a prophetic message, uh, but we just want to give it the title so you can have a direction. Uh, it's about seven things Jesus Christ died for you to experience, for you to have in your life, for me to have in my life. And I believe strongly that God wants us to manifest all of those seven redemptive blessings this year in the name of jesus christ god shall empower you to walk in power god will be empowering us even on this broadcast to experience the riches financial prosperity like we've never seen before wisdom like we've never experienced before supernatural strength honor glory and blessings these are the seven blessings that god wants us to operate in this year he has made them available. It's just for us to go make withdrawals. And I believe that you will uh, adhere to the steps and the uh, prophetic instructions that God will be communicating to us on this platform today in Jesus' name. Amen. I take my reading from Revelation chapter 5. Um, uh, you can read from verse 1 to the end. Revelation chapter 5 from verse 1 to the end. But I want to focus on uh, chapter 11 and 12 and by the way the book of revelation is the only book in the bible that god promises a blessing for anyone who reads it amen it's a great book just by reading the book of revelation there is a blessing you receive amen so i read verse 11 and be and i beheld and i heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was ten thousand times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That's a lot of people. A lot of angels. A lot of elders. Um, verse 12 says, Say with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. So these are the seven things Jesus Christ died to receive for you and I. I say, read it again. Say with a loud voice, Worthy is a lamb that was slain to receive power. Jesus Christ does not need power. <laughs> he said, All power belongs to him. 
He is the all-powerful God. Jesus Christ himself is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Jesus Christ does not need riches. He was already rich. He became poor that we, through his poverty, may become rich. He, he, the cattle upon the thousand, he belongs to him. He owns the whole world. He created the whole world. Jesus does not need wisdom. He is the wisdom of God himself. The Bible says that the earth was created by the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Jesus Christ does not need strength. He is the all-powerful God. Amen. He does not need honor. Every name in this, every knee bows to him. You see what we just read? The angels are already bowing to him, honoring him. Amen. He does not need glory. He is the glory of God himself. He does not need blessing. He is the one that blesses us. So all these things Jesus died for you to receive, for me to receive. He went to the cross. He died. This is one aspect of the gospel that has been fought vehemently by the powers of darkness. Because Satan wants to keep people in defeat. He wants to keep people defeated. He wants to keep believers struggling in poverty. I don't know about you. I have been poor (laughs) and I don't want to go back there anymore. So I want to know whatever it takes for me to walk in riches. Amen. I am not the poor trying to get rich according to scriptures, but I want to begin to experience it in tangible form. Amen. I want to flow in prosperity. I want to walk in power. I want to walk in power. All the power that God has made available for me. So we'll be taking these uh, seven things. Uh, point after point, the Bible says that Jesus died for you to receive power. He received power for you. And last Sunday I was preaching in my church and I told them that the only language the enemy understands, the devil understands, is the language of power. The devil is not moved by your degrees. He's not, does not move, he's not moved by your title. Even if you are the, the most honorable Dr. Pope uh, Samuel Odo, it does not move the devil. Your title does not move the devil. Your grammar does not move the devil. I had a story of uh, somebody that was trying to cast out a demon. And he told the demon, came out in the name of Jesus. And the demon came out. The person fell under the anointing. The grammar was not correct, but the, the power was correct. The guy said, came out. Came out. And the demon understand, understood the language. The, the, the power behind the language. It's not about the language. It's not about being sophisticated. You speak to the demon in uh, King James English or uh, Oxford English. The devil does not respect your grammar. With Haven't you seen professors who are, you know, who, who, for example, a, a professor or a, a medical doctor who is highly learned but is addicted to alcohol? Amen. He cannot control his alcohol addiction. He knows everything. You can see psychologists who are depressed. They know everything about the human mind. But Satan does not respect your psychology degree. He does not respect how much education you have, how much money you have. Satan respects the language of power. Remember that story? Some guys were trying to cast out the demons. Uh, the demon, uh, seven sons of Sceva. He said, I command you in the name of Jesus whom uh, Paul preaches. The demon looked at him and said, Hi, Wena. <laughs> South African said, Hi, Wena. He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Who are you? And those demons beat the daylight out of them. Strip them naked. Beat them. Seven guys beaten by one demon. The devil is not intimidated by your number. If the number is void of power. So Jesus died for you to receive power. Now, 
I want to show you the way the Holy Spirit revealed to me. How are you going to walk in power? What do you need to do? You know, God is a covenant-keeping God. Like my spiritual father will always say, he's not a Santa Claus. He's not Father Christmas. Amen. For every promise in scriptures, there are covenant responsibilities. There are covenant positioning that we need to assume to be able to experience its reality and fulfillment in our lives. Praise the Lord. So how do you walk in power in the year 2022 and beyond? Whatever year you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to it 10 years after now, the word of God is new every morning. Amen. If you want to walk in power, number one thing is that you must be baptized with the Holy Ghost. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost is only the introduction. Then I'm going to tell you how to keep that Holy Ghost active in your life. Amen. Turn your Bible to the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. This was after Jesus uh, has resurrected and he told the disciples, guys, you cannot go like this. Wait until you are endued with power from on high. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Okay, let me read from verse 4. And uh, uh, Acts chapter 1 from verse 4. He said, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said, He ye have heard of me. For John truly baptizes with water, but they shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Amen. Um, then verse 8, he said, But ye shall receive power. Somebody say power. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Remember before now, these guys had love, but they didn't have power. They loved Jesus, but they didn't have power. When Jesus was arrested, they all ran away. One of them even ran away naked. The one that stayed behind Peter denied him three times. Amen. But after Peter received power in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, okay, let's read Acts chapter 2. This was the promise. He told them they shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon them so that they can be able to be effective. Now, Acts chapter 2, I read from verse 1. I will read from the New Living Translations. The Bible says, On the day of Pentecost, seven weeks after Jesus' resurrection, the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm in the skies above them and it filled the house where they were meeting then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them and everyone present was filled with the holy spirit and began speaking in other language languages as the holy spirit gave them utterance so the biblical evidence or the sign of being filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues. They waited and the Holy Ghost came upon them. And the good news is that you don't have to wait anymore to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. You can receive the Holy Ghost right now. Those people were the only ones that had to wait. Since that day, the Holy Ghost arrived. All you need to do is you receive the Holy Ghost as easily as you receive Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm going to be leading you in that by the time I'm done with this point, you shall be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues if you are not already baptized. And if you're already baptized, there is always a next level. Amen. There is always a next level. Amen. Now, when you receive that Holy Ghost, you have to, you know, you have a responsibility of 
steering that gift you have received, that gift of the Holy Ghost. You have to steer it up. You, you know, if you're like me, you have you ever experienced something that you are drinking tea or coffee and it looks like you've put two spoons of sugar, if you use sugar for your uh, coffee, and you can't taste it. You can't taste the sugar because the sugar has not been stirred up. But when you stir the sugar, you can taste it. Sometimes it's so frustrating after uh, uh, when you are done drinking your tea or coffee and you see a lot of sugar at the bottom. Amen. So there was sugar there, but you did not taste it because you did not take the time to stir it up properly. So when you receive that gift of the Holy Ghost, it he comes into your life. But for that gift, you need to stir that gift up every day. To be able to walk in power, you must stir that gift up. I'm going to tell you how to stir it up so you can remain. You know, some people are walking power banks, but they are still whipped by the devil. They have all the power of God available to them, inside them. They are walking around just like a, a, a brand new phone, a brand new iPhone. I don't know what uh, this latest iPhone, iPhone 13, 14, 15, 16. Even if you have iPhone 20, <laughs> one of the greatest phones in the world, and you do not charge it, the iPhone will be useless to you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So you have power, but if the power is not charged up, you will still be beaten by the devil as if you don't have any power. So I tell you, how do you stir up that power? How do you, do you remain on fire for God? Second Timothy chapter, chapter 1, verse um, 6 and verse 7. It says, um, I hear somebody open, opening his Bible here behind me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and verse 7. I'll read from the New Living Translation and maybe I'll read from King James also. This is why I remind you to fan into flame. Fan into flames the spiritual gifts God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and of self-discipline. So God has given you some gifts, the gift of power, the gift of love, and the gift of self-discipline. But you have the responsibility of stirring it up. You can see some believers, they are not able to discipline themselves, even though this fruit of the Spirit is self-control. You have self-control inside you. Whenever we fall into sin as Christians, we fail to control ourselves. That's why we fell into sin. Amen. Even though God has given you the spirit of self-control, the spirit of love, but if you don't stir it up, you will not manifest it. So God wants you to stir up those gifts he has given unto you this year. How do you stir it up? By praying in the Holy Ghost. By speaking in tongues. Okay. Um, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. How to stir up that power you have received is by speaking in tongues. That's why if you don't speak in tongues, you may go to heaven. <laughs> but here on earth, Man, you, you're not going to enjoy the fullness of what Jesus has died for you to receive. Amen. You, 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 can, you can go to heaven without speaking in tongues, but you pass through hell on your way to heaven because you will be whipped by the devil several times. Amen. For example, I share a story with you. Uh, a few days ago, I was listening to a preacher and he was sharing the testimony of what happened to a medical doctor. 
that medical doctor started his practice it's a, a clinic uh, in South Africa you can call it a surgery in a neighborhood and uh, he was going well but one day something happened a, 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 a patient was brought to his clinic and the patient died after some time the same day another patient was brought and that patient died the same day another patient was brought and that th third patient also died and that surgery that clinic also died because rumors went around the community that anybody that they take to that clinic will die the doctor was a good doctor but people were dying three people died in one day in this clinic so weeks later uh, one of a, a, an occultic man met him and said we organized those deaths we killed those people we organized that what happened that day because we don't want you in this neighborhood we don't want you take your clinic and leave this place we don't want you but imagine what would have happened if that doctor was filled with the power of God you know and laid hands on those sick people before or while he was treating them if you are a medical doctor listening to me I want you to know that if you have you are baptized with the Holy Ghost your hands are filled with the power of God as you are touching the patients you are transmitting supernatural healing powers into them amen what actually heals the patient in your in your practice is not the medication you give them it is the power of God that is oozing through you that is flowing through you praise the Lord if that doctor was conscious of the power of God and kept himself stirred up those people no, the devil will not be able to run him out of town child of God the devil has messed around with you you keep having nightmares how can you have nightmares and you are baptized with the Holy Ghost and you are trying to shout Jesus and you can't even shout Jesus you shout G, 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 and you wake up you are sweating and you are afraid how can you a businessman filled with the Holy Ghost be whipped by somebody that went to a witch doctor and they take a contract from you how can your con a contract be taken from you and given to an unbeliever when you are filled with the Holy Ghost child of God I challenge you this year you must keep that power button on you must keep it on how do you keep it on by speaking in tongues you build up you charge up that power okay let's read Jude first before we go to first Corinthians I beg your pardon turn the Bible to the book of Jude chapter 1 Jude has only one chapter and Jude is before the book of Revelation hallelujah Jude chapter 1 verse 20 Jude chapter 1 verse 20 hallelujah are you there but ye beloved building up yourself on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost charging up yourself by praying in the Holy Ghost you whenever you speak in tongues you are charging up yourself you are building up on that power you are fanning that fire inside you into flames building up yourself upon your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost praying in the holy ghost now go back to first corinthians chapter 14 first corinthians 14 turn your bible to first corinthians chapter 14 verse 4 first corinthians 14 verse 4 opposed to paul was speaking he says a person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally in the lord but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. Let me read from the King James. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies, edifieth himself. 
When you speak in tongues, you are edifying yourself. The word edify means to charge up yourself. To charge up yourself. Whenever you come out from uh, a, a, season, a, a, a time of praying in tongues, you come up charged up. Amen. And remember, when you are charging your phone, if you charge your phone for five minutes, you may have only one bar that may not last for too long. If you charge it for an hour, you may have a full bar. Amen. Most phones, if you charge most phones, uh, cell phones for one hour, you will have a full bar. Amen. So if you take some time and pray in the spirits for at least one hour every day, you may not do it at a stretch, but you do it intermittently. As you walk around, you are speaking in tongues. As you wash dishes, you are speaking in tongues. As you are working uh, in your office, you speak in tongues. When you do that, you become conscious of the power of the Holy Ghost. You stay charged up. You stay charged up. There is always a difference. When, For example, when I'm ministering, after I have taken some time to speak in tongues, and when I just woke up and I didn't take some time to speak in tongues, it's always different. It's because you stay charged up. That's why when I spend some time praying the Holy Ghost and you bring a sick person to me, I don't take time to build up. I just lay hands on the person and the power of God goes into that person and heals them. So this year, if you want to fulfill all of God's plan for you, you must be filled with the Holy Ghost. You must be baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. Now I'm about to lead you into the prayer of uh, being baptized in the Holy Ghost. And if now there's a prerequisite. Yesterday I've read, I was reading the book of Acts chapter 2. Turn the Bible to the book of Acts chapter 2. Um, Peter was speaking on, on the day of Pentecost. Chapter 2 verse 38. Many of us preachers do not, do not emphasize this anymore. And that's why people struggle to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because most people do not have genuine repentance. They assume that they are born again because they came out and said a prayer after a man of God. No, no. I will read to you the law of first mention. <laughs> the first time uh, being baptized in the Holy Ghost is was mentioned in the Bible. Amen. There is a condition. Uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Peter replied, Each of you must turn from your sin unto God. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sin. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You must first of all turn from your sins. If you are you claim, think you are a child of God, you claim to be a child of God, you are, and you are living in sin, you need to repent genuinely. Otherwise, you will be whipped by the devil each time. The devil will beat you up, tear you apart, delay you, frustrate you, make you sick. A believer is not supposed to be sick. A believer is not supposed to be sick. It does not matter which man of God is sick. It do, that does not mean a believer is supposed to be sick. By the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. Let God be true and every man a liar. Let every man's experience be a lie. Only the word of God is true. Even if I'm sick, I will keep saying that it is not the will of God for a believer to be sick. Jesus Christ died to take sickness away from us. Hallelujah. For us to live a sickness-free life. So, if you are still experiencing defeat all around, defeat everywhere, you need to check your salvation. You need to check your salvation. Peter said, each of you must turn from your sin and unto God and be baptized in the name of Jesus. So, if you have an option to be baptized, go get baptized. You don't. If there's no river, there's no pool, 
around you, swimming pool, or you can fill up your bathtub and call a believer to baptize you. Amen. Repent of your sin. Be genuinely born again. How do you get born again? Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10. He said, if you confess with your mouth. Okay, let's read it. Let me not. I have, I'm always guilty of quoting it wrong. It's very easy to become born again. It's very, very easy. Um, verse 9 of Romans chapter 10. He said that if, okay, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. That is how easy it is. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it's by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. It involves your heart and your mouth. You must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. So if you are ready to receive that power, you must also be ready to turn your back away from sin. For you to receive the power of God and walk in that power, to be able to heal the sick, to be able to, you know, pray and things happen, you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost. You must be willing to say bye-bye to sin and mean it. Not one leg in and one leg out. You must be willing to stay with Jesus. Shout hallelujah. Now, if you are ready to receive that power, I want you to say this prayer after me. And you're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now. And after you say that prayer, I'm going to lead you for one minute to speak in tongues. You can pause this uh, podcast and speak in tongues longer. I recommend by the time I say you should start speaking in tongues, you, when I'm done, you pause and continue speaking in tongues for at least five minutes. Then you continue listening to this message. Praise the Lord. Now say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me my sin. I declare with my mouth that you are my Lord. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died for me. And on the third day, you rose again that I may be justified. I receive you now. I am now born again. I am now a child of God. Jesus, I now receive you as my baptizer with the Holy Ghost. I receive your baptism with power, with fire, in Jesus' name. I receive by faith my new prayer language in Jesus' name. Now open your mouth wherever you are. If you believe, the Bible says faith without work is dead. If you said that prayer, you have received the Holy Spirit, I want you to exercise it now. Don't allow Satan to lie to you. You may not know what you are saying, but that's the essence. That's why we call it unknown tongue. You must open your mouth right now with me and let's speak in tongues. If you are already baptized in the Holy Ghost, you shall be fanning up that, that, that fire, that Holy Ghost. You shall be charging up. You shall be charging up that Holy Ghost, that power of God on the inside of you. Now let's go in Jesus' name. Everyone, Roto Parades, Kampraziza, Leko Subaba, Lekendra Bash, Kerota Briza. Everyone speaking tongues. Everyone, Meko Rade Ediga. Wherever you are, open your mouth. I come against that spirit of fear, that lying spirit. I rebuke you now. In the name of Jesus Christ, open your mouth. Speak in tongues. You have received that power. You have received that power. Find that power now. Find it now. Find it now. 
make it make it burn hotter let the fire burn let the fire burn wherever you are meko shkira erada 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 ziko bobobo ratazuke predoza ejmalako zabridashko ijgalare pokariata zubredeska ejjojoro barate igarako sipra ndeleke skubra nishkaraba reko soko torabashia now you can pause that uh, this podcast pause it and speak in tongues extensively then you can continue playing pause the podcast and speak in tongues extensively then you can continue playing this podcast amen hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus now that you have received the power of god for you to walk in power every day you must speak in tongues every day if you speak in tongues small you will experience manifest small power if you speak in tongues big you will manifest big powers amen i know that i know that demons will be afraid of you now when they see you they will see somebody who is on fire those things that you used to be afraid of will be afraid of you now those things that used to overcome you will be, you will start overcoming them now even by this power you have received is the same holy spirit that raised jesus from the dead that spirit the bible say when that spirit comes upon you that spirit will give life to your mortal body so if you are sick in your body in any way if you are experiencing any pain that holy ghost you have received has destroyed it now blessed the man on that power and say in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Ghost I destroy sicknesses and diseases now in the name of Jesus Christ congratulations congratulations now you are a power bank a spiritual power bank hallelujah so we have seen that Jesus died for you to receive a manifest power and you're going to manifest that power beginning from this year the next thing that Jesus Christ uh promised us he has made available to us is riches 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 means riches i'm not talking about spiritual riches now i'm talking about physical riches money where you have all your needs met where you have all your needs met you're not living from hand to mouth you're not struggling to pay your bills amen it is not the will of god for us to be struggling to pay our bills it is not the will of god for unbelievers to be paying rent and you are explaining to your landlord and you are hiding from your landlord it's not the will of god for your vehicle to be repossessed it's not the will of god for your for, for your house to be repossessed it's not the will of god for your business to be struggling jesus died for you to receive riches Jesus died for you to receive riches. It takes riches to reach out to the world. It takes riches to preach the gospel. But the question is, how do I walk in riches this year? How do I walk experience the riches that Jesus has made available? The riches are available. There's nothing as frustrating as having money but you cannot access the money. There's nothing as frustrating as knowing that you have money but the money and you are hungry. But you cannot your children are hungry your wife is hungry but you cannot access the money that you have you can see it but you cannot touch it it is very frustrating that's why god sent me to you today to tell you what to do to experience the release of riches in your direction this year turn your bibles to psalm 112 psalm 112 from verse 1 to 10 is full of uh, secret covenant positioning steps principles that will guarantee your working in riches financial prosperity this year praise the lord blessed is the man that fears the lord and delighted greatly in his commandment key number 1 fear of god you must walk in the fear of god this year fear of god means hating sin to fear the lord means that you 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 hate what he hates 
You stay away from sin. You stay away from anything that makes God angry. God does not like sin. You stay away. You walk in integrity. You walk in, you know, you don't do to others what you don't want them to do to you. You don't backbite others. You don't you don't you know you don't you don't do bad things to other people. You do your business with integrity. You don't cheat on your wife, you don't cheat on your spouse, you don't cheat on your husband. You do everything that God commands in scriptures. I say that delight greatly in his commandment. You must love the word of God this year. If you walk in the fear of God and you love the word of God, you read the Bible. You don't skip reading your Bible and you don't read the Bible to satisfy your conscience. You read the Bible to find what to do. What does God want me to do today? When you take your Bible every day, you are looking for what God wants you to do today, what to practice and not what to preach. Not what to preach. For you to walk in riches this year, you must fear the Lord and you must love his commandment. You must delight in doing what he commands. You must delight. You know not you know not only when people are watching you, you must live a holy life this year. Live a holy life so you can experience riches. Sin opens the door to the devil to steal, kill, and destroy. Sin opens the door to the devil to attack your finances. If you are living a holy life, there is a wall of fire that is built around you, around you like Job. Job, the, the devil told God, you have built a wall of fire around Job because Job was a righteous man. Job chapter 1 described Job as, verse 1, as a righteous man and a blameless man. He walked in holiness. Hallelujah. If you do that, you walk in fear of God and you love the word and you obey the word, look at what will happen. Verse 2 says, His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Uh, New Living Translation said, His children will be successful everywhere. The entire generation of godly people will be blessed. Your walk in holiness will not only impact on your life, but it will impact on your children and the generations to come. He says, verse 3, Wealth and riches shall be in his house. There is a difference between wealth and riches. Otherwise, God will not say wealth and riches. Wealth is the big brother of riches. Amen. Wealth is when you... I don't know how to describe it, but wealth is like a sea. A sea does not dry. Riches is like a river. The river may dry. Harsh condition, economic condition may affect your finances. But when you are wealthy, it does not matter whether dollar, the exchange rate of dollar. It does not matter the economic situation of your country. You have investment in different places. Amen. That shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, when you walk in the fear of God and you delight in the commandment of God, wealth and riches shall be in your house. Now here comes another principle. What to do to walk in riches this year, verse 5. He says, A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. A New Living Translation says, All goes well for those who are generous and who lend freely and conduct their business fairly. Amen. These are other principles. If you want to work in riches, you must be generous. You must be a giver. We're not talking about giving your tithe only. You know, I just learned recently that tithe is like tight secures your your finances from you know and protects you from losses it's like putting a fence on your farm but offering is plant the seed that you plant that the tithe is supposed to pro protect so if you are a tither you're not a giver you will still not experience the full measure of prosperity if you are a giver and you don't pay your tithe you still will still not experience the full measure of the prosperity that God has for you you just enjoy little 
showers of blessings here and there. But if you want to fo- function in the full measure of the prosperity that God has for you, you must be generous. Give to the work of God. Give your tithe and offering. Give to the poor. Give to your parents. Be generous and compassionate. Amen. And you conduct your business fairly. You don't cheat in your business. You cannot function as a businessman like unbelievers. Bribery and corruption, changing figures, you know, stealing, cheating your business partners. You must conduct your business fairly for you to work in financial prosperity. The Bible says in verse 6, it says, Surely he shall not be moved forever. He shall not be moved. You will not be overcome by evil circumstances. The Bible says the righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. Amen. Those who are righteous will be long remembered after they are gone. Verse 7, he says, You shall not be afraid of evil tidings. You shall not be afraid of bad news. That your stock exchange of your country is going down, it does not move you. You know you are standing right with God. You are functioning in a higher covenant. Hallelujah. He said his heart is fixed, trusting the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, they are confident that God will take care of them, no matter what is happening. Verse 8, they are confident and fearless. New Living Translation. And they can face their foes triumphantly. Those demons try to attack your business, you destroy them. <laughs> God destroys them on your behalf. The Bible says, Malachi 3.10, that when you give your tithe, God will rebuke the devourers. Those, the story of that medical doctor, those witches, those occultic people are devourers. God would have taken care of them. Amen. When you pray, man, I don't take chances. My family and I will pray this morning. We took care of every demonic power that will try to attack us in any way. We take care of them daily. I tell you, they are afraid of us. Witches and wizards, ask them of Samuel Odo. They are afraid. They are afraid of Samuel Odo. I'm telling you. They are afraid because we do not take chances. We do not take nonsense from Satan. We do not take nonsense from agents of Satan. Any human being who tries to bewitch me, he knows there is a casket waiting for him somewhere. If he does not repent, he's going to die. Amen. I do not take chances. Child of God, you must not take chances this year. In the name of Jesus. Another principle, verse 9. He said, They give generously to those in need. You must be a generous giver. Give to the poor. Give Whenever God leads you to give to any poor person, give to them. You are setting yourself, whenever you give to the poor, you are borrowing. You are lending to God. God is borrowing from you whenever you give to the poor. And when God pays you back, He pays according to His size. If, if, if you you give to the poor, you lend to God. And when God pays you, He pays you with big interest. Shout hallelujah. He pays you with big interest. Hallelujah. Are you getting something today? These are principles. If you want to walk in riches, you must live a holy life, fear the Lord, obey the commandment of God, be generous. Amen. He says their good deed will never be forgotten and they will have influence and honor. The wicked will be the Bible says, verse 10, the wicked shall see your prosperity and they shall be grieved and they shall gnash with their teeth. They will grin and be angry and they cannot do anything. The Bible says, they shall melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Every plan the enemy wants has against you to bring you back to poverty, they shall be destroyed this year as you continue to walk in the fear of God, as you continue to obey the commandment of God, as you continue to give to God and to give to the poor and take care of your family. 
give to your parents. As you continue to be generous, you shall be empowered to work in riches this year. So riches and power are available. Now you know what to do to work in riches. This is not exhaustive. As you meditate, the Holy Spirit will show you more things to do. The third thing Jesus died for you to have to manifest this year is wisdom. Wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. Wisdom is never being stranded. Amen. You cannot be stranded with wisdom. Wisdom. The Bible said through wisdom a house is built. You build a strong family with the wisdom of God. Wisdom. You know what wisdom is? Amen. Now, how do you walk in wisdom this year? Walk in the fear of God. Number one is, like we said, walk in the fear of God. Uh, Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So if you want to walk in wisdom this year, you must walk in the fear of God. Like we, uh, we've talked about it already. Uh, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 also. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Wisdom is applied knowledge. Wisdom is applied knowledge. There are some people who are knowledgeable, but they are not wise. They are full of wisdom, knowledge, but they, are not, they don't have the power to put it to practice. Like a psychologist or a doctor knows that smoking is hazardous to his health, but he has that knowledge, but he doesn't have wisdom because he cannot put it to practice. So if you want to walk in wisdom this year, you must fear the Lord. Again, another thing to do to walk in wisdom this year is to ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. There was one time in our lives, we were givers. We, we, we pay our tithe, we give our offering, we serve the Lord. But we were broke with my wife. We were struggling to pay our bills. We took some time and prayed to God. We asked the Lord, what are we not doing that, you know, God, give us wisdom. We pray for other people that, and they get blessed. I pray for people that testify that they got millions in their business. They get blessed. And I, I am not getting blessed. What is happening here? I asked the Lord for wisdom. He told me, one of the things he told me is that there are witchcraft powers resisting my finances. And I took care of them. And things changed. Hallelujah. Now we are working in abundance. Praise the Lord. We took care of them. If you are struggling in any aspect of your life, wisdom, you are fighting with your wife, and yet you are a man of God, you are a child of God, ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. You know, when I ask God for wisdom, maybe in the early days of our marriage, you know, I, sometimes we were having mis uh, misunderstanding with my wife, and I asked, Lord, God, give me wisdom. What should I do? You know what God tells me most of the times? Do nothing. <laughs> if you do nothing, nothing goes wrong. Because sometimes I will try to do something and that is to, to put uh, uh, petrol in the fire, <laughs> make matters worse. Sometimes the wisdom of God is for you to do nothing at that time. So when you, James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. Ask God for wisdom and you shall receive wisdom. What else do you need to do? to work in wisdom this year in all areas of your life. Work with wise people. Associate with wise people. Your friends, if you are walking around with foolish people, you will be a foolish man. If you are walking around with foolish people, you shall be a foolish man. Amen. No matter how knowledgeable you are, you will walk in foolishness. You will take foolish steps. 
who you follow uh, bishop david abioye says who you follow determines what follows you who you follow determines what follows you if you associate with rich people you'll be rich lot went with abraham and lot was a rich man if you associate with wise people you will walk in wisdom so check your friends check your friends anyone who is cheating on his wife is a foolish man anyone who is alcohol who drinks and gets drunk drunk is a foolish man anybody who is a sinner who is a liar is a foolish man any habitual sinner is a foolish man separate from them so you can live a good life proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 whoever walks with wise with the wise will become wise whoever walk, walks with the, with fools will suffer harm you will suffer harm imagine having a boat jonah in your boat you're gonna crash amen so this year work with wise people how you may say but i don't have any wise person around me read the books of wise people go to youtube there are lots of wise people get listen to wise men of god once you are reading the books of wise people there is a spirit exchange spiritual exchange the wisdom of god and the life rub off on you man guys brothers and sisters i associated myself out of foolishness I associated, I began to listen to the teachings of Bishop David Oedepo. I began to listen to Bishop T.D. Jakes. I began to listen to Kenneth Copeland. I began to listen to Lester Somral. I began to listen to the messages of Jerry Savelle. I began to listen to the messages of Jesse Duplantis. I began to listen to uh, Andrew Womack. I began to listen to David Abioye, to Pastor Chris Oyakilome. I began to listen to El Silvoso. I began to listen to uh, Bill Wilson. I began to listen to Bill Winston, all these great men of God. They are men of wisdom. It takes wisdom to have a great ministry. Once you begin to listen to them, the wisdom of God on their life rubble from you. As you begin to read books, the wisdom of God that is at work in those people, Christian books, I mention again, Christian books and books written by wise people. If you are a businessman, read the book of successful business people. If you are a, a, a medical doctor, read the books of successful medical doctors. As you are reading, you are communicating with them, sharing wisdom with them. If you do this, you will walk in wisdom this year in Jesus' name. Strength. The next thing Jesus died, the next blessing God has for us is strength. What is strength? Strength means agility, stamina, physical fitness, a sickness-free life. If you want to operate in strength, you must do two things. Know God in a deeper way. Try to know God in a deeper way. Build your knowledge of scriptures. Read the Bible. Read Christian books. Anything that will help you understand God more. Any book that helps you. Read the Bible is the ultimate of them. Read the Bible. Understand the word of God. Read your, the Bible. Be friends with the word of God this year. Both listening to preachers and reading your Bible. Read Christian books. As you grow in your understanding of God, you become stronger. You become stronger. Anytime you read the Bible, you read Christian books, you become stronger. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries. But the people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. They shall be strong and they shall do exploits. They shall be strong and they shall do great things. Whenever you, your knowledge of scriptures increase, your strength increases. 
Amen. The Bible says a wise man is strong. Yea, a man of understanding increases strength. So the more you gain understanding of the word of God, the more your understanding of God increases, the stronger you become. The stronger you become. The stronger you become. So this year, go for knowledge. Go for knowledge. Somebody say, I will go for knowledge. Somebody say, I will read my Bible. Somebody say, I will read Christian books. If I do that, my strength shall be increased greatly. Hallelujah. Turn the Bible to the book of Nehemiah. The second thing to do to walk in strength this year is to rejoice. Somebody say rejoice in the Lord. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says... I read from uh, the second part of it. Okay, let me read the entire thing. And Nehemiah continued from New Living Translation. Go and celebrate with a feast of choice food and sweet drinks. I said on Sunday, humorously, that God wants you to drink cool drinks. <laughs> drink nice things, not alcohol, my brother. I'm not talking about alcohol. Drink, make merry, go and celebrate, rejoice. My friend, take time to rejoice this year. Don't just work, 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 work. Take some time and have some fun with your family. Enjoy your life. You know, enjoy. I read again, and Nehemiah continued, go and celebrate with feasts of choice food and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day, sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The more joyful you are, the stronger you become. So this year, stay away from any joy breaker. There are some people that visit you, they transfer their sadness to you. Run away from them. If they tell you they are coming to visit you, tell them you are busy. And for you not to lie, take your Bible, get busy, listen to a sermon. Run away, get busy, go do your garden, cut grass, do something. Tell them you are busy. You have no business with joy breakers. Some people are working joy breakers. <laughs> they are JBs. <laughs> they have degree called JB. Joy breakers. PhD in joy breaking. Stay away from them. Anybody that speaks to you on the phone and after he speaks to you, you feel so bad. Those people that tell you how bad the economy is, how bad things are. Do you know how many people have died? I've stopped listening to the news about coronavirus. I do not participate in coronavirus. I don't know how many people are dying anymore. I don't listen to those news anymore. Man, I don't want anything that will steal my joy. Stop listening to people. If you are a pastor, people come to you with problems. Make it snappy. Tell them, man, what do you want God to do for you? Don't let them not bore you with details of their depression. Stay away from joy breakers. Don't play music that talk about hard life. Don't talk about hard life. Don't rehearse your problems. Rejoice in the Lord. Count your blessings. Celebrate God. Play music that, you know, boost your joy. You know what kind of music that make you feel good? My wife likes gospel uh, hip-hop. When she plays gospel hip-hop, she calls it my feel-good music. Amen. For me, I know my kind of music that makes me feel happy. Amen. Look for things that make you laugh. Joy, joy. Go to the mirror and smile on yourself until you, you tickle yourself till you begin to laugh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Strength is your portion and you shall walk in strength this year in Jesus' name. Now, the next thing Jesus died for you to receive is honor. Honor. What is the opposite of honor? Disgrace. <laughs> honor. Honor. People respect you. You know, people are not supposed to look down on you, talk down on you, tell you to sit on the floor. 
take you for granted. You are an honorable creature. The Bible says you are a royal priesthood. You are royalty. You are a son of the king. You are a daughter of the king. People should not have the privilege of taking you for granted. People are supposed to celebrate you. And celebration is what people will have for you this year in Jesus' name. Wherever you go this year, people shall respect you. My brothers and my sister, people respect me. In South Africa, where I am, there is hardly a province I, I will go to that I will not have somebody who will be happy to host me in his house. Child of God, honor is real. Honor is real. Whenever I tell people that I have a need, they run around to make sure my needs are met. That is honor from God. But for you to walk in honor this year, you must honor the Lord. What is the key to walking in honor this year? Honor God. Honor God with your life, the way you live your life. Honor God with your life. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Honor God. If you honor God, God will honor you. If you honor God, take care of your body. Take care of your body. Don't take alcohol. Honor God. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Don't fornicate. Don't go after other people's wives or other people's husband. Honor God with your life. Honor God with your finances. Whenever you get money, the first person that you enjoy for your money is God. Is God. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord with your money. Honor the Lord with your money. I don't know why I keep saying that. Amen. Pay your tithe. Give to God. Verse 30 of uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. I read from the New Living Translation. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel said, The terrible things you are doing cannot continue. I had promised that your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priest, but I will honor only those who honor me, and I will despise those who despise me. Don't let God despise you this year. Honor the Lord, and you shall not be despised by God. Oh man, if God honors you, no man can despise you. If God honors you, no man can despise you. If God honors you, no man can despise you. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. So if you want to walk in honor this year, honor God. Honor God. Now what is the next thing God promised us that we are the blessing we are going to experience this year? is glory 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 is the opposite of shame glory is the opposite of shame it is shameful for you to be owing your landlord it is shameful for you not to dress well not to have good clothes it is shameful for you to be walking on foot when you're supposed to be driving it is shameful this year god wants to glorify you and you shall receive that glory in the name of jesus christ I decree in the name of Jesus that any issue of shame in your life, anything, any growth in your body, sickness brings shame, whatever, poverty brings shame, unemployment brings shame, anything that business failure is shameful, you try things and they don't work, is shameful. Whatever brings shame in your life, God is terminating it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. But what do you have to do? What does the Holy Spirit want you to do for you to experience glory this year? Let your light shine. Do good works. Let your light shine in the year 2022 or whatever year you are listening to us. Let your light shine. Do good works. Um, uh, Isaiah, let's read Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 60, he says... Isaiah chapter 60 from verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine. 
for your light is come and the glory of God is risen upon you. You see glory. Glory is on your life. Arise and shine so that the glory shall be seen. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of your light rising. Let your light shine. As you let your light shine, how? I will show you now. Turn the Bible to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13 to 16. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13 to 16. I'm sure you are getting something from this study today. Matthew chapter 5, 13 to 16. He says, You are the light, you are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it useful again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. People have been treating you, uh, taking you for granted because you've not been, you know, shining. You've not been doing good work. People cannot see the glory of God in your life. He said, You are the light of the world. Like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine. Hallelujah. Verse 16, he says, In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Do good works. Acts chapter 10 verse 38, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good healing and delivering all those that are oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Go, use the power of God on your life, solve people's problems. Amen. Solve people's problems, pray for the sick, give to the poor, do good works, do good things to other people. As you do good works, you, your glory, the glory of God shall be seen in your life. Amen. You will not lack when you do good things, when you do good works, allow the light of God in you to shine this year. Do good things, take care of people, be a blessing, encourage people, make people happy, make people smile, and you shall experience the manifestation of the glory of God on your life this year in the name of Jesus. And finally, blessings. How do you walk in blessings? Remember, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 says, the blessing of God makes rich. Amen. The blessing of God on your life will make you rich this year in Jesus' name. But what do you do to experience that blessing? When you are blessed, everything you do is blessed. When you are blessed, it shows. The blessing of God shows. The blessing of God is tangible. You can see it. Amen. But what do you do? What can you do to experience the blessing of God this year? Serve the Lord. Serve God with your time, with your energy, with your resources, with the whole of your life. Be available. Serve in your church. Join the service unit. Become an usher. Join the altar workers. Join the people who clean the church. Serve God with your time. Serve God with your energy. Go soul winning. Amen. Serve God with your airtime. Serve God with your data. Be intentional about it on your social media. Serve God. Let everybody see the goodness of God. Tell people about Jesus. Serve God. Use everything at your disposal. You don't have to be a pastor to be a servant of God. Serve the Lord this year. As you serve the Lord, look at the promise in Exodus 23, 24, and 25. Ezra 23, uh, 24, okay, 25 and 26. Ezra 23, 25 and 26. He says, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of your days I will fulfill. Let me read from the uh, living... New Living Translation. You must serve the Lord this year. 
the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water. Food means the necessities of life. God will bless you with all the good things of life. Everything that is good, God will bless you with it. And I will keep you healthy. Amen. Serve the Lord. He will keep you healthy. He will keep you strong. He said there shall be no miscarriage or infertility among your people. Infertility, uh, uh, infertility, miscarriage. When you start a project and the project is abort aborted, you start something you are not able to finish it. You know, you, somebody awards you a contract and the contract is taken away from you. You start a project, you are not able to com com complete the project. When you serve the Lord, there shall be no abortion of any project in your life. There shall be no miscarriage. Miscarriage means you, you, are, you are pregnant and the baby leaves you. The, the, the baby dies and it flushed out. Amen. You Both physically speaking, your wife will not miscarry. In your project, there shall be no miscarriage. When you serve the Lord this year, you will start a project and you will finish it. And the Bible says, I will give you a long, full life. Amen. Nothing shall cut short your life when you serve the Lord. Serve the Lord this year. Serve the Lord this year. If you want to experience all these seven blessings this year, if you want to experience all these seven, these are the things God wants you to do. If you want to walk in power, you must receive the Holy Ghost and charge up yourself praying in the Spirit every day. If you want to walk in riches, we talked about you fear the Lord. You be generous. You love the Word of God. Obey the Word of God. If you want to walk in wisdom, ask God for wisdom. Walk in the fear of God and associate with wise people. If you want to walk in strength, health and vitality, you must increase your knowledge of God and rejoice. Don't allow anything to steal your joy this year. If you want to walk in honor, you must honor the Lord with your life. Amen. If you want to walk in glory, do good works. Go after, do good things for other people with the power of God that is inside you. As you let your light shine, you will continue to enjoy the glory of God. If you want to experience the blessing of God like never before, serve God this year like you've never served Him before. As you do all of this, you shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. I pray for you right now. Everything that is contrary to all of this blessing in your life, sicknesses, diseases, poverty, you know, shame, you know, ignominy, whatever it is in your life that is contrary to these seven redemptive blessings, I command them to leave and return no more in Jesus' name. Every demonic power, every attack of the enemy on your life, in any aspect of your life that is stopping you from accessing these blessings, I destroy those demons. I resist them right now and I command them to take their hands off of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Any habit, sinful habit, that is making you to live a life that does not please God, that is robbing you of the grace that God has for you, I command those habits to be broken now in the name of Jesus Christ. I release the blessing of God upon you and I pray for grace to be a doer of this word you have received today in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in Jesus' name. If you obey these instructions, this shall be the best year of your life. This shall be the best year of your life. Please don't forget to share this uh, message with other people. Share it on your social media. Share the link of this message and don't forget to subscribe and share this message with other people and God will bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. Don't forget to tune in. We have other resource materials on our website, dominioncommission.org. Go to our website and you'll get a lot of materials. And also continue listening to this uh, channel, Have Dominion Podcast, and God shall continue to build you up in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I love you. And I want you to know 
and keep in your mind remember that you have dominion over sickness you have dominion over sin you have dominion over poverty and all the works of satan in jesus name god bless you bye bye